Brian, 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 I think this pipe looks like it's gonna explode, man. It's fine, it always does that. Oh, oh it's going right in your mouth, dude. Oh, oh God, it's in my mouth. It's just turning on my nozzle. mouth. Turn the nozzle. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, that's gross, Brian, this place man. is falling apart, man. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, you're right. That's why I started us a Patreon. So we can keep the lights on in this place, you know? The lights are always on. Yeah, we can't turn them off. That's a bad example. But if you out there listening want to help support the show and keep us from resorting to cannibalism, which I think about quite often. What? I mean, it, it is so, wait, wait, so wait, wait, tempting that, when you're just isolated. Is that what you like, sprayed me with nacho cheese last night and said, hey, you beefy cheddar boy, I want to uh, take I a bite of you. That was so bad, but I can't afford it, so please. Just eat the nacho cheese. You have nacho cheese. It's not real cheese. cheese. Uh, yeah, I don't want to say what bugs it's made out of, but please go to patreon.com slash bunker brothers and become a patron. So what, what do they get out of it? Oh, they'll get all sorts of stuff, like access to exclusive mini-sodes, they can hear their name read on the show, or even get a personalized phone call from us, the Bunker Brothers. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm aware of who we are, Brian. Okay. Well, just join the community now out there, you listener, on patreon.com slash bunker brothers. I think there was something rotten in that sewer water. With your help, <laughs> suffering goblins like these can get the help that they need. I feel faint. Uh, what was, so the website was patreon.com slash bunker brothers. I'm going to go pass out, I think. Oof. That's patreon.com slash bunker brothers. In the bunker where we hide away from Norton's prying eyes. So let's get subterranean with our two favorite guys In the bunker that our daddy built and left for you and me With my brother by my side, we can solve this mystery Won't you meet me down, meet me down Hello and welcome to Bunker Brothers. It's me, Brian Gobbins, and with me as always is my half-brother, Jack. How you doing, Jacko? Hi. Yeah, how's it going? Wacko Jacko. Is that, uh, is, that where, is that my new nickname? Yeah, it's yours and nobody else's. <sighs> uh, Don't like it. So we're here in the bunker. We just watched a movie on HBO Max uh, called The Suicide Squad, like The Ohio State University. You can't oh, see the, me, but I'm tugging on my difference. Ohio State jersey right now. Just pulling on it. Because I've got hey, suicide pride. pride. Uh, uh, so weird. You shouldn't say suicide, suicide pride. Suicide pride, like. baby! If I was in a pride uh, I will lions, say it, it is nice. It. It is nice to not have to dig through a laser disc to watch a movie, and just you just keep doing yeah. free. Uh, well, we almost watched that one movie that was like inside the rock, and we got in. And we try to watch movies that are fun to talk about, uh, but yeah. sometimes you watch a movie and it's so bad it's just a piece of shit. I mean, maybe we'll do it eventually. Yeah, sometimes trash is trash, and you, you know, don't need to talk about it. Give us that. money on Patreon because we are broke. So just like give me lots of money, and then I'll watch whatever dumb shit you want. I'll send you <laughs> foot videos at this point. I don't give a shit. I don't care anymore. I don't care about foot. Any no one of wants this. to see Brian. No one wants to see your feet. No one uh, wants to see your feet. You'd be surprised. They've got you know they've got long luxurious hobbit locks on these toesies of mine. 
that's uh, and you can actually braid I mean, they're, two they're toes u- together into a ponytail. They're unique. You have unique-looking feet, but I wouldn't oh, say people want to see them. Oh, you hear that, everybody? Jack likes my feet. He no, wants that's to, not, no, no, no. That's to, not what I'm saying. I'm he saying, wants to fucking photograph them and put them up on okay, the bunker well, wall. No, I was just saying you have very strange-looking feet, and like as like an oddity, like a... Like a Ripley's Believe Jack, It or Not thing. Jack, we're not People talking about Quentin Tarantino. We're talking about another <laughs> auteur, James what? Gunn. That's, oh, sorry. That's my segue podcast. That was segue. All right. Great. Yeah, good job. I'm literally riding a segue. I wish we'd watch Speed Racer. That's full of segues. That's pretty good. Yeah, let's watch Speed Racer next. That's a no. good one. What? No. You no got, more of those. Jack has no this more, boner no in his Matrix bonnet movies. about watching movies he hasn't seen before. I want to watch movies I have seen before that I can sound like an expert on. All right? I've seen Speed Racer. I don't like Speed Racer. It's like Jupiter Ascending in cars. (laughs) You don't like Speed Racer? But it's got all those graphics. Yeah, that's that's what you can say about it. It has a lot of graphics. Uh, I feel like Speed Racer is leaps and bounds. I feel like... Okay, this is my real it's take. It's better on it. than Jupiter Ascending. Look, yes. it doesn't matter. Yes. It's, it's that's my real take on it. It's better than Jupiter Ascending. So period. So are many cut, things. Print. <laughs> so are, are many many Not things. Not these days, man. Not these days. Suicide. So a, the Suicide Squad was better than Jupiter the Ascending. Ohio State University. Is suicide Pride, baby. Right, so, you got to stop saying that. Okay, so if you're gonna kill yourself, be happy about it. Because okay, we're all Jesus going down Christ. in global warming, baby. Who cares? You don't know how long that'll take. Well, science says some parts of it's irreversible. That's enough for me. Orgies in the streets. Mm-mm. Orgies in the streets. Mm-mm. Can we talk about the feet. movie? Speaking of segues, can we talk about the movie? Oh, I guess. The thing is, I don't really want to talk about the movie that much <laughs> because um, I didn't love it as much as I thought I was. That's the big top line. What, I don't, what, what, what do you mean? You, you thought you loved it more than No, I mean, did? I love James Gunn in general. I like Slither. I like Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, with two ends. Uh, and I didn't love this as much as his previous films. Maybe even less than Guardians 2, which I liked less than Guardians 1. But we can okay. get into it. What did you think? In terms of like the James uh, Gunnography, where would you rank it amongst his other I've only seen Slither and I never saw... I, well, no, I didn't like Guardians 2 at all, uh, uh, if I'm being honest. I liked, and I like this movie as much as Guardians of the Galaxy the first time I saw it. But I did okay. get kind of bored till towards the end of this movie, I would say. I I, I think I want to say if you're mad at me right now and throwing shit like the dirty podcast ape you are at, at the okay. screen. Maybe, no screen, maybe this is why we don't have any. Maybe this is why we need more Patreon. We don't have any. Right. We don't have any listeners. Is that what you were going to say? I'm no, going to cut maybe. your dick off. How's that? <laughs> maybe that's why. Because maybe the half brothers dirty threaten apes. each maybe other call them... all the time, and that's not you realistic. Call... You're calling each other dirty. You're calling our listeners dirty apes, and that's maybe why They're they damn don't want to dirty donate. apes. Donate money to us they because blew you insult it up. them. Damn you! Ugh. Listen. Speaking of apes, there's another <laughs> ape in this movie, and it's called it's a big shark. <laughs> Sebastian the Rat. Yeah, there's no apes in this. There should be. You know, speaking of apes, we have a lot of fun around here. But the point is, James Gunn once made a show called Human Z about a human chimpanzee hybrid, and that's the kind of is wacky true? shit. Yeah, it's true. It's like a web series. I think it was oh. his brother who was the human Z. I'm not sure. It was back when he was doing his tweet anything, write jokes about pedophiles, be real zany kind of life. And oh, yeah. 
Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I like. I would like to get into this. So, well, but I would like to pick at what you just said a little bit, like the scab it okay. was. Um, so, <laughs> so picking scabs. Yeah, picking scabs. Picking scabs. The podcast. Picking scabs in a bunker. Two <laughs> men. No female voices this episode. What's <laughs> happening? Hey, ladies. All right, you're that's coming terrible, down to but... the bunker. That's oh, not hey. what the bunker is about. What did you want to pick at? Pick this scab up. I want to pick at what you... So you said you liked Guardians of the Galaxy the first time you saw it, but you didn't like it yeah. on repeat viewings? Sure. that's bad. But I, I don't know. I, I don't care. In general, I don't give a fuck about superhero movies. Right. So I know me, that. So for me to like, like a superhero movie, I think, says a lot. Okay. Uh, especially DC. DC is like trash. Right. Like, Pure well, garbage. Wonder Woman, you know, so there are some trash movies. The only other DC <laughs> movie I liked was Shazam, and that's because it was like, didn't take itself seriously. Much like this movie didn't take itself too seriously, but was entertaining. I, don't I liked this movie about as much as I liked Shazam, but I liked Shazam yeah. less than you. <laughs> so. Maybe. I don't, maybe I don't, maybe you don't know how much I like Shazam. I, did, I just like it. I don't love it. It's just, it's uh, fun. That's how I, yeah, that's how I, that's how I feel about the Suicide Squad, too. And oh, I okay. also hate how it's titled and that you have to, like, because backstory for anyone who knows nothing about this shit, there was a movie called Suicide Squad by David Ayers, I think, in 2016. And that was the first incarnation of what can only be described as like a DC Comics spin-off with a bunch of sort of lame ass characters. And that was trash. Did you see that one? Yeah, that one was hot garbage. Okay, so maybe see that that was one of my things was that I was like, okay, I haven't seen I haven't seen Birds of Prey. I haven't, yeah, seen, I haven't seen Birds of Prey. Suicide either. Squad. Uh and so uh, this one was pitched, at least to me, in the marketing and all the prelude to it, as like a fresh take, a reboot. But it wasn't really. It felt like I was missing stuff for having not seen those movies. Like, uh, I, I don't I, know. That's that, that's Maybe. what I couldn't tell. I was like, okay, so cat or like a flag, like what's his name? He's like the dude who. Is like the clean cut nice guy on the team. I guess. I honestly, I don't remember that first Suicide Squad very well because it was such hot garbage. Well, like, there's a point and, where Harley's like, "That's my friend." I'm like, "Okay, could have fooled me." I don't understand anyone's relationships. It seems like you all just—they're all friends. They're they said they're fr- friends. They she told drinking. the shark they're friends. They went drinking one night. Okay, yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, there's a lot to unpack here, but. I okay. feel like you, the problem is you are trying to take it too seriously, like a like a guy who is a DC fan. It's like let's make it more serious. And it's just a fucking comic book, Brian. Who cares? Uh, it's a giant starfish. <laughs> well, I like Starro the Conqueror, and I I'm a big yeah. fan of. Well, but it's dumb. But, but at the, its core, it's a dumb concept, and I think you just have to embrace how dumb it is. Right. And then but maybe, I feel like if it's dumb, I should be having more fun. 
like Anchorman. Oh, you saying you didn't have fun? You were used. You were at the edge of your seat. You were, you were eating popcorn like <laughs> a little popcorn baby boy. And, I was rubbing my feet, be in- getting randy, and I still, I still. You seem to you seem to be enjoying it when I was watching you watch it. So I, I, was, don't, I don't know. I dropped a small amount of ecstasy, and it may have contributed. <laughs> but when I, it's been an hour since we watched, and I just feel like I'm. So maybe the issue is you're out of serotonin, and it has nothing to do with this yeah, movie. Yeah, I feel you're like ju- either the movie let me down or i'm in withdrawal and it's the movie's yeah. fault either way you know oh okay well all right james so gunn if you're so- listening hook a brother <laughs> up james gunn if you're listening as you always do if you're um, listening because <laughs> you listen to every podcast that mentions anything yeah, you make. anything about you anything about you <laughs> Fucking uh, so wait, that's why that's why you. So I don't understand why you didn't like it. Hey, is, is, in movie you news, having fun? this is a total aside. But <laughs> dear friend of the show, this is not a segue. <laughs> this is like me sticking a spear through the show and puncture. Oh, that's it. what the spear is for. Okay, uh, we should have talked about this earlier, but it just it just hit me. Our dear friend of the show, who loves the show and says you will definitely be on someday, Matthew Modine, is running uh-huh. for SAG after a president. This is not a joke. He's literally yeah. running for SAG after a president right now. So if you're he's in got the my union, vote. you know, yeah, he's got my vote too. Neither of us are in the union. So. But if we were, <laughs> if we were, and, and I agreed with his policies, he'd get my vote. Exactly. But I don't care about policies. He's running against Fran Drescher. The nanny. Oh, then he's got my vote. He's got your vote no matter what. This is the craziest thing. Tom Hanks comes out and says he supports Drescher over Modine. And I was uh, like, that's weird. I told Modine to his face um, on, on Twitter, uh, to right. his face, that I'm like, if you win this stuff, you got to get up on stage and be like, hey, Mr. Hanks, look at me. Look at me. I'm the captain uh, now. So you want, you want him to do a very old reference? <laughs> To one of his on what movies. Sta- what stage would he is he doing this on? Is it during his acceptance speech or something? I don't, I don't know. Understand. The SAG Awards. That's a thing, right? There's there's so, a big celebrity know. meeting where they're all like, I guess my, we're all pedophiles. we got to stir up some more true Q- QAnon conspiracies. Oh, yeah. it's all secretly true, you know? And then Modine comes on stage and says that 12-year-old reference. You oh, just made. oh I'm, I'm sorry. That was my Modine. Ugh, oh, that was Modine. Modine. That was, that, Ugh, that I was can't wait doing, to get back oh, to my geez. pirate ship. Uh, See, because he just played that pirate. That is terrible. What? That is a terrible Modine. Uh, it's 11, like we got to get you back to the underground. <laughs> no, first of all, Modine was, that, that's, okay, it, Modine's more like this. Ah, uh, ah, uh, my goddamn uh, uh, amnesia. Oh, my house. <laughs> is this my house? Is no. this your card? Is it my card? I have no. amnesia. Hey, stop, I'm doing Modine. I'm doing Modine, but I, I know, but I it was better, so I, I wanted to join it. Oh, all right, thanks, man. <laughs> I've been practicing with my peanuts. Is uh, this my beautiful house? Is this my is wife? This my yes, it is. Wife? You should know that. They're, they should tell you. It makes no. Okay. We're talking about Backstreet. Back Listen back to that draft, episode. Don't draft. watch that movie. It's pretty funny, though. Uh, the movie. <laughs> Not can we segue back into the movie we watched Fine. and you All can right. tell me so, why you disliked it and not, did not have fun? I had fun, but I had like mitigated fun. Like when you go on did a... Did you have fun to a point? I had more fun in the first half than I did in the second half, like okay. you said. that's. I don't disagree with that. That's um, I think 
I mean, I, I really like to break it down, but I am sort of dithering because I don't like... It's like, I remember the moment when it was announced that James Gunn was going to get Guardians of the Galaxy, and I was like, uh, I saw the preview, I'm like, this could go either way, and it looks like it's going to be a big bomb. And then I yeah. saw it, and I was like, he did it! He took his tone and put it in the Disney formula and made it work. I was so impressed. I was so impressed, yeah. especially at the way he economically introduces all these new characters and makes you like them in a short amount of time. I'm like, great. Mm -hmm. So Guardians of the Galaxy 2, I feel like universally, some people like it a lot more than others, but I think it, people like the first one better, generally, yeah. I, I would say. Yeah, I don't know if I remember the second one very well at all. I don't think I Kurt enjoyed it Russell very much. Russell is a living planet who's Star-Lord's dad. Oh, they go to right. the planet. It has yeah, good yeah. Gamora and uh, her sister yeah. stuff. The best part of that movie, to me, is the insane moment, probably the most insane moment in any modern Disney or superhero movie, where Kurt Russell's like, oh, your mother was such a beautiful woman. It's a shame I had to put that cancer in your skull. I was like, yeah. what? I was like so happy and proud of James Gunn for getting the most subversive, fucked up thing I'd ever it was heard. Pretty messed up. Yeah, and I was like, great. But like nothing in this movie, nothing in the Suicide Squad hit me like that moment did. Even though I right. don't love that movie, there was something that it was like, whoa, that was a gut punch. That was out of left field. Everything in the Suicide Squad felt like, eh, it's just for laughs, so who gives a shit? And it's like, yeah, sure, but, like, The Boys is a show that is hilarious and yeah. better satire than this, and, I mean, this wasn't even satire. It was just wacky hijinks. Like, yeah, it's just wacky hijinks. So, so that's what every comic book movie should be, I think. But it's like, from, I from just that. watched The Boys. I just watched Invincible. And Invincible is a that's more true. serious take on this that's more fun and better. And, like, and granted, you have more time, but it's like, this is the second movie in a, you know, like, we have plenty of time. You can set one thing up and pay it off. Like, I'm not going anywhere. Like, we're about yeah. to get locked down again, according to my personal conspiracy theories. Like... We're not going anywhere. Release 20 of these. Who the fuck cares? I don't know how you film them. Film them. Do a Zoom episode. With do a speed, do like they did yeah. Speed Racer. Just use a green screen for everything. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine with that. I don't care. I think, like... I see what you're saying. Because it's like the boys and Invincible are both overly violent, uh, like, to a crazy extent. Yes. Especially... Also, especially... Especially Invincible. Uh, Invincible, In, which is yeah. just like takes the hardest right turn in its pilot sure. episode. Yeah, if you yeah. haven't seen it yet, we won't go into too many details about it because it's really good. It's probably watch the most it. violent show I've ever but seen. Like, I was like, this show is kind of boring. I don't really like it that much. It seems too referential and not enough its own thing. Yeah. And then at like 45 minutes into the episode, I'm like, you know what? It's sincere and it knows it's shit. I, I think I like it for what it is. And then the twist happens. Then, and I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I thought I was starting to like the normal version. What just happened? Like, nope. it's, yeah. And it's pacing-wise crazy. I feel like the only reason you can do that is because obviously it was a comic book and they want you to right. buy the next episode of the comic. So it's like, uh, you know, you can put that hook right at the end. But for a sure, TV sure, sure. show... And also you have 10 like, episodes, so... Yeah, well, that's the thing. Is like, if you were pitching this show... 
like that. I feel like that. Uh, I don't know. I guess in the pilot. I feel like you're probably right. I feel like probably something. a lot of people might have stopped watching after 30 minutes. Yes. Yeah, I mean, been, like, there's that long yeah. sequence where it's like, I think yeah. it's like Brian Cranston and somebody else is like a guard talking about his son. And then that yeah. sort of get like, there's a lot of setup and world building that, if I'm being honest, after watching a lot of that show, I don't remember that much of the pilot. Like, right. most of my stuff, most of my interest in the show starts becoming. Like focused once Jillian Jacobs's character is in there. Once she right. and it becomes like a love triangle. Like what a cast, by the way. What a cast. Yeah, great cast. <laughs> like insane. J.K. Simmons, Jillian Jacobs, uh, Zazie Beats. Like, <laughs> although I feel bad that Jim Zazie Beats. Janie, Janis Joplin, Wait, all J- the J's. <laughs> Wait, now I feel like you're messing with me. Yep, I am. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez, oh, Rick. Now that's <laughs> oh, a show that knows how uh, yeah, to do spe- silly I mean, basically an episode of Rick and Morty as well. This was Starro um, the Conqueror. But I guess Starro is already like... Starro the Conqueror characters, is very Rick and Morty. I agree. But, but all the characters are like DC. They're, they're, they're characters that existed in comic books, right? They, they didn't make them up. No, right? No, these okay. are all made up. You're stupid. No, no, no. I mean, like they were in comics before they were in this movie. No, they were in these are, This is fiction, dude. It's not a documentary. Okay. I, I keep feel like <laughs> I feel like I feel like I'm not explaining myself correctly. No, you're right. They're all they're all DC. They're all like DC even Polka Dot Man was once a right. I think he's a like a 50s or 60s era yeah, like 50s, joke, okay. like bad Batman villain kind of like. You know, because Bobby like, had like a polka dot Lego Lego thing, and I thought this is funny that this exists, but I didn't realize it was a real character. I think they they showed it in the Batman Lego movie too, like oh, all the wacky really? characters. Oh, you're right. Yeah, and I like that. But the thing is, like the other thing that I'm comparing this to is the Harley Quinn show, which is like oh, yeah. so adjacent to that. Like Harley sure. Quinn is in it. It's lots. You know, Kite Man is in it, who's like ostensibly you're you know. Just like Polka Dot Man, different characters, but like third tier DC villain who now they're right. rehabbing as a different character to make a, you know it's funny that this guy is and here. King Shark is is better in the animated show. He's, He's not just much a dumb better. guy. Although yeah. I didn't realize it was uh, Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> Until, oh, that's really funny. I didn't know that. It's Sylvester. <laughs> it makes it so much better. That's they much should, better. They should put that so fucking large. If if, if it's in the opening credits. It, it should be distractingly large because the entire yeah. movie is better in the same way that the Iron Giant is better. If you imagine Ving, uh, Vin Diesel, Vin Diesel, not Ving <laughs> yeah. Rhymes, Vin Diesel is Superman. <laughs> you know, it's like more that fun. Is funny because like Sly isn't dumb, but he's also like it's also him sort of like I don't know his right. big self-referential Rocky. maybe almost. Rocky's yeah. a dumb character, so it's yeah. like. Or at least the or initial Rocky is. Then he becomes all suave and like Rocky Three. <laughs> it's stupid. <laughs> Those movies get stupid. Then he gets like more streets again. But anyway, um, you know, I think that Rocky is the mask that Stallone wears. And when he's trying to be suave, he's trying to say there's more to me. Although I guess one might argue that Rocky <coughs> itself is a proof of concept that Stallone can be more than what people see him as. Uh, in this, he's a big fucking shark who eats people. In this, he's a big shark, yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> how I always shark. see him in, in real life. He's a big shark. I think, I think but, like, uh, a key king shark moment for me... There's a couple key king shark moments. So king shark is a big computer-generated shark, shark uh, voiced by Stallone, and he's... The basic he setup of this he movie... He wears shorts. He wears shorts. <laughs> Very fun. 
So the basic setup of this movie, and I, uh, I guess all Suicide Squad movies, I have to imagine, is they are prisoners who are supervillains or have powers, metahumans, as they're called in the DC universe. And Amanda Waller, played by Viola Davis, is like the government agent or director who puts basically like explosive devices in their heads at the base of your neck yeah and like it, uh, like like the villain in mission impossible 3 yes or like the kids in in battle royale uh yeah. those were like neck braces but basically same concept you break the rules you go off mission we will detonate i your put head. a small explosive device at the base of her neck is that uh philip seymour hoffman that's Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, he kind of sounds like Buffalo it, Bill in my it impression. It detonates, but. and then and then her eye gets all fucked. I remember that. It made me so sad. Yep. Um, yep. Carrie Russell, good actress. The Americans, good show. Um, you know, I think we've covered it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even described the premise of this movie. So to yes. put the small explosive device to base your neck, unless you help the government, because the government, you know, they want theirs. Right. They don't want the any government loose ends. is Steve Ag and some other guy and some other people in the office. Yeah, um, <laughs> and uh, yeah. So there's a bunch of people watching them on screens as they have to complete the mission. The basic setup for the mission they have to go on is they're going to like sort of a pseudo Cuba banana republic that I assume also exists in the DC Micronesia. World. Uh, what? <laughs> Is I that... don't know. Go on. <laughs> and uh, they they have to go there and help the government uh, obtain information. I guess it becomes like it's like sort of a twist later, like what they're real mission is but they have to get the uh, to this facility called voltenheim built by the nazis Jotunheim. yeah built by the nazis uh so it's sort of like an argentinian thing too the nazis built this thing there and it's being ha- they're housing this giant alien starfish there um so yeah that's that's where they have to go in and you know uh, either cover up the government's secrets <coughs> or stop the starfish depending on what point in the movie you're at um <laughs> And uh, so, so that's it. That's basically it. That's a movie. And uh, so let's talk about the opening sequence because that's a pretty crazy thing. So they they set up one of the best actors who's always in the James Gunn verse. Who I, I'm blanking on his name, but he played the guy with the whistle. Uh, oh, Blue Man, the blue guy. He played the Blue, blue Man from uh, Guardians Two and Guardians One, and he's in Slither as well. He's great in that as well. Oh, he's, he's also the. I don't know why I'm blanking on the name, but you guys know. You can look it up. He's the uh, what the pretzels guy in Mallrats <laughs> as well, right? Oh, yeah. Jeez. I didn't even think about that. Um, isn't he in Walking Dead as well, too? He looked the same in Mallrats as he did in this movie. He's yeah, he, not he, aged. He's today. very ageless in a way. I think that's because yeah. he's been, like, shaved head for so long. So yeah. you can't really tell. Um, but yeah, he looked really weird in this just because he had the white wig on. And it just yeah. everyone. One thing I did like, sort of, that kind of reminded me of Deadpool two, um, a movie I prefer to this one. Oh my god, it's wow. true. I, but I but I also like Deadpool two a lot. <laughs> I don't know why, but I I, I I could go through it. But I do enjoy that movie. But uh, everyone's sort of wearing like silly outfits a little bit, which is kind of yeah. fun. Um, you could actually you could tell just based on uh, who's going to live and who's going to die based on who's wearing the most. <laughs> it's like how much time did they put in the costume? I'm like, oh, that chick, the the chick playing Mong Gal or whatever. She she uh, 
yeah, she's she's gonna die because that outfit looked stupid and that makeup looks terrible. Um, yeah. But so basically, the movie starts and they set up all these people, uh, like a team with Harley Quinn and Flag, like Colonel Flag yeah. or whatever, and Javelin a bunch, Man, Javelin Man, played by that great guy from Conan, uh, uh, Tula Flula Borg. I feel like his name is Flula Borg. Oh. He's like he's a stand-up comic, German stand-up comic, very funny. Um, and Nathan Fillion as his detachable, the detachable kid, TDK. So, so funny. Uh, and also fucking What's-His-Face is there, too, from Saturday Night Live. Uh, oh, Pete Davidson, Pete, yeah, yeah. Pete yeah, Davidson's there, too. As just yeah. the douchiest character in all situations. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Weasel, who's just a big weasel, is a yeah. lot of rodents in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so the setup is like they're getting set up. We're supposed to think. Did you buy this at all? That these are our guys. That this is our team of heroes. Uh, I kind of just because Harley Quinn was there, but so it also worked for you. kind of. But then like once like once people started dying, I was like, oh, okay, I get it. I get the bit now. Right. I thought there would be like, oh, they'll save like they'll save the the guy with the long hair or like yeah, one of yeah. these people. But no, they just. Kill what him. happens is they show up. Pete Davidson's character sells them out. Um, they get immediately murdered by the <laughs> oppressive military there, and you know Flag and uh, Harley Quinn are left for dead along with everybody else. Um, Harley Quinn picks up a javelin, which becomes very important to her because uh, the javelin guy is like take this and save it for or he like gives her some he and trails he, uh, off he, he uh, dies that's that that a pretty good bit and she's like use it for what i don't <laughs> know yeah. um and so they're left for dead so you've got this opening sequence where you meet all these heroes and they're immediately or not heroes but anti-heroes you meet your suicide squad everyone's immediately murdered um and you know, the tagline of this movie is don't get attached um and then but then, like, the uh, opening credits are great because they go back to all their dead bodies, which is very funny. I thought it was very funny. Wait, what do you mean? Well, the, the after they all die, the movie starts, and it says the suicide squad in that guy's blood. And right, then, right. And then you go back and you see all the murdered uh, people that just died. It's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's like for no reason. They pan over all their bodies. Oh, jeez. I didn't realize uh, that. I must have been uh, looking at my phone registering my disgust online <clears throat> with the internet. Jeez. They killed the detachable kid, my favorite character. Is that uh, your favorite I'll, character? I, I, I love Nathan Fillion, and I was a little bit sad to see him go so early in the uh, movie. Like, I didn't expect yeah. him to stay be around that much. But I was like, we could at least give him something better. And I, that's how I felt about everybody. I'm like, Mongal and Javelin guy, <laughs> sure, kill them. I don't give a shit. Uh, we, weasel, <laughs> sure, whatever. Although, if, if you ask me if I want, I will trade Ratcatcher. Uh, for Weasel? I will trade Ratcatcher for Weasel in a heartbeat. Because it's basically his, the same character. I mean, give rat, give Weasel the power to control rats. rats. It's the same yeah. thing. I want to see what Weasel, a weasel. can do. He's, a He's halfway there. I thought yeah. that was such a fun. Like just looking at that character is funny. It's like yeah, he looks like a three D model of like some sneaky cartoon weasel, and it, it was it it's was terrifying. Very, yeah, very he's funny. like he's half. You feel like you're just gonna see him like rip somebody apart. I feel like. 
that's the the, the tension I felt whenever Weasel was on screen. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's real tension. It's real yeah. tension. You're like, that's a real thing. Well, that's gonna uh, bite someone. I don't, I don't do a spoiler, but uh, spoiler alert uh, after credits. Yeah, Weasel, uh, Weasel survives. Weasel, so Weasel will alive. be But like, do <laughs> I care about that? That's no, I don't know. It was very strange to do that, but it was still really fun. He's like, oh, he's right, alive, it's like, and then he runs off into the forest. Right. It's like uh, okay, so that's stupid. Weird. Like, yeah, it's just like it felt like okay, like whatever, and that's how I felt about a lot of stuff. I'm like, okay. Sure, like it's clearly just bits. It, it feels like it kind yeah, of felt a bit. like a episode of Venture Brothers that, that I was like joining like mid season, and I didn't know all the context. So I'm just like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. okay, I guess it's funny, but like there is no bigger context really. It's kind nope. of a reboot. Just gotta but kill it's starfish. Like, yeah, just gotta kill the starfish. So, yeah. um, okay, so. All those people die. We go back to prison, and it's Idris Elba's our main character. He's really good in this movie. I want to get that out there. He's really good. He has sort yeah. of like a thankless, not funny role in that. He's he's generally good in movies, but I thought like what they normally do with him is make him Mr. Tough and Mr. One Note. And I thought yeah, he, he did played, a very... Yeah, he played a very funny straight man, I feel like, to like yeah, everybody I else's mean, wackiness. He was funny, but I thought... like. Aside from Ratcatcher, his he's sort of the heart of the movie in terms yeah. of like his not even his relationship with his daughter, which felt very forced and very like. Shazam, uh, I thought, see, I thought that was very funny too movie. when they start, when they immediately started yelling at each other. I thought that was very funny. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That was at the beginning is fine, but it's just sort of like I don't know. It might be the millionth like, uh, Dad, you let me down. Talking through the prison glass thing, like the them saying fuck you to each other is ha ha ha. But like. Yeah. At the same time, I'm like, I've. It feels like a trope scene, and it feels like saying "fuck you" isn't crazy enough for me anymore. I feel like that's that's probably my main complaint. Nothing's like crazy said, enough nothing, for Brian. Nothing's crazy <laughs> enough for Brian anymore. It's, unless it, it's not. Unless it's, it's not crazy speed racer. I'm, I'm like, Brian. this is your R-rated fault. You can really go crazy in this, and it's like, yeah, on paper. Giant starfish is crazy. For a normal movie, giant starfish is crazy. For a superhero movie, that's like, yeah, sure. Fucking giant starfish. Yeah, it's like, I mean, and also the violence. Like, I, I feel like I should be shocked by this violence, right? It's nah, like, I'm de- I saw we're desensitized kill- at this point. Yeah, I'm so dis- Especially, like, the violence in the boys shocks me. Like, when everything happens to a sea creature in the boys, I'm like, tra- I'm devastated. A dolphin yeah, well, will fly a starfish, through a plate glass. He's, like, he's not even a real starfish. He's an alien, so that's <laughs> right, probably I don't why. care. I don't care about him. Although, that's what I was going to say. Uh, if anything happened to Sebastian the Rat at the end, like if Sebastian the Rat died, I would have been very No, sad. they wouldn't kill Sebastian the Rat. He's too uh, wily. He'd get away. He's too wily. Um, another thought I had is, uh, well, I'm just skipping ahead, but Idris Elba is the leader. So he's the, they're like, we're going to, your daughter stole something, and I'm going to use my government powers to put, put her you in, in prison jail. and have her killed. Fucking uh, government. So, yeah, the government's bad. And so I know. Um, <laughs> you don't tell me, man. Oh man, we're so cool, so edgy. Um, I know. Hey, government, if you're listening, and I know you are, if you're listening. I don't. I don't like. I don't like what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
you like back down into the wussiest criticism. I just don't want to, you know, if they are listening, I don't want to get yeah, in trouble. It was like you were thinking it through in real time. You're like, um, like uh, hey, you know, guess what, motherfucker? Guys, Maybe if you're not. listening, just why don't you do, you know, just, stop just try it. Come on, just, it doesn't <laughs> knock it off, guys. You're Come right. on, it's fun. It's right. not you fun know, it's, CIA never did nothing wrong. Yeah, you're cool. You're cool. Um, <laughs> you're cool. You're cool. You're pretty perfect. Um, nah, nah, yeah, so nah, nah, you're pretty perfect. basically they set up uh, they set up a suicide squad they all die then they've got this other suicide squad the real suicide backup squad. team who's our main character the real suicide squad and the members of that are Idris Elba who is Bloodsport who can Blood who's just good at killing which is people, also which is, which is like. a great movie and we should have watched that <laughs> I'm, I'm down isn't that Van Damme I'm down for yeah, that yeah it's great it's a great um, movie uh, is that where Kumite is from? Kumite, I feel yeah. like it is. Kumite, Kumite. And pocket sand. Um, There's pocket sand in his eyes. Pocket sand. Hacha! <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rusty Shackleford taught me that. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so who else is on the team? Polka Dot Man, who's played by the, the iconic... The guy from uh, uh, From Dark Knight. Dark Knight, yeah. Yeah. He's great in this. Polka Dot Man's pretty funny. Um, we've funny. got Rat Catcher, who's a Rat Catcher Two. She's the daughter of Taika Waititi, who is like a heroin addict rat guy who made Rat yep. Tech that lets you control the rats. I would love to see a Catwoman movie where Catwoman can control cats with that stuff. I thought that tech she, is a she fun already idea. controls cats. What are you talking about? No, she doesn't. She dances with them. She's a Doesn't private she? dancer. Dancer for money. What? I thought she got... Did she get eaten by cats? Are you talking about Batman Returns? Look, never mind. I'm, I'm not, getting... I'm the, not unpacking I'm all of Catwoman for you. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Which that's a fetish that needs to get unzipped. <laughs> all right. What... Uh, so, yeah. Then Shark Man. Shark. King Shark. King Shark, who's a big anthropomorphic shark, by, voiced by Sly, who... You know, chomps people's heads and stuff, and is like, "I'm dumb, uh, but I don't want to admit I'm dumb. I'm smart." You meet him when he's reading a book upside down. Now that's comedy. It's uh, funny. Oh, he's dumb. He's dumb, but he don't want to. He's you know. dumb and stupid, but he's he don't fun. Let you know. Uh, and is that everybody? That's everybody. Then, then Harley and Flag join later. Right. Yes, that's correct. Oh wait, no, we forgot uh, John Cena. He's always oh, there yeah, when he's least expected. Or Homelander, if you will. Homelander. Uh, <laughs> bargain less, basement Homelander. Less subtle Homelander. Less subtle, subtle less funny, less uh, good costume. Just, less, and Homelander's less just milk. such a good character in a million ways. <laughs> Homelander is maybe one of my favorite characters in all of fiction. Oh, yeah. He's and then so actor kills him so hard. So He's like so John Cena is sort good. of like the King Shark of Homelander. Yeah, he's the King Shark of Homelanders. So, uh, what am I even saying? <laughs> but that's uh, apparently, and I didn't realize this till I Googled it because I Google things now. Mm. Uh, mm. Big <laughs> they're making a step. whole. They're making a whole show about Peacemaker. Right, right. So Peacemaker is apparently like a super fascist or something, and yeah. so that's his sort so of just Homelander, but, but stupid. Yeah, he's just like. I'll kill whoever I can to protect freedom is basically his mo, and just you know, doesn't doesn't understand the uh, the conflict in that statement. <laughs> I <laughs> I like John Cena as a wrestler, as an actor, as a personality. I've got no problems with John Cena. 
I didn't see anything in this that made me say, Zounds, I need to see a whole film starring this gentleman. No, a whole like, show. A whole show. I mean, it was, he was fine. He was funny. I don't he's know. Fine. I, I, he's I, fine. But at the same time, yeah, it's like, if you asked me, like, do I want to see a whole thing with John claude Van Damme or whatever, like, sure. Because, like, yeah, it's like, it's like Vin Diesel. I'm not expecting Vin Diesel to try to do, uh, well, for a topical reference, to try to do Captain Phillips. A, a modern Oscar-winning movie. Uh, modern? Uh, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the captain now. Yeah, First of all, that, so. do you think Tom Hanks says that in the movie? Is that what you think? He does. He says that. He's like, I'm the captain no, now. The, no, Nothing the can go who takes over the wrong. Hmm? It's the Somali pirate who takes over his, his ship. Oh, says so it. all Somalis are pirates? Well, I'm saying this one Somali was a pirate. That's what I'm hey, saying. it sounds like we're drifting this podcast into dangerous waters, just like in a certain film, <laughs> Captain Phillips. The Captain Phillips. Film. Okay, yeah, I, was gonna, I didn't know if it was <laughs> Captain Phillips. <laughs> you didn't know weird... what I was saying, and neither did I. I'm you like, I can go either way. You to the same thing we were talking about already, <laughs> you lunatic. Yeah, I love it. I love it. You what can't segue movie. into something you're already talking about. That's not a segue. You're just still just, just talking about it. at the end. That's great. That's how I will cry. If Modine doesn't win uh, uh, the SAG okay. presidency, vote for him now. So I think we covered this movie pretty much. We I'm said Fran he's on Dresser. both teams. Is that a good Fran Drescher? <laughs> 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 or is that Woody Woodpecker? I can't tell. Woody Woodpecker, <laughs> Peter Griffin. Is this a good Fran Drescher? Oh, if I had a midget with some gin, I'd be in business. <laughs> That's Brian Griffin. <laughs> oh. You're Brian Coppins. That's Brian Griffin. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but to be fair... I mean, I do sort of have a Brian Griffin energy, sort of suave and liberal. Yeah, Peter Griffin energy and... for sure. Yeah. Nah, nah. Okay, <laughs> that's really, let's that's get back very to good. this. <laughs> I've been working on it. Hey, <laughs> Lois. That's pretty good. It's fun to do. It's fun to do. Uh, um, so anyway, so they arrive on this island. It's like, I guess it's an island. Yeah, it has to be, right? Or it's something. Yeah, it's, it's, island it's by the ocean, all right? Stop. Islands get off our backs. It's by too, the ocean. Oh, I'm sick of all these fucking emails from our fans. It's an archipelago. Shut the fuck up. We know. Yeah, it's an it's an island. It's an island nation. It's an and I know you don't. I know you don't recognize <laughs> island don't nations. Realize is that Monster Island is actually a peninsula. That's like one of my favorite <laughs> old Simpson gags. Right. Um, Any all. So what happens is they go to this place and they're like they get orders to kill everyone on site. So they kill yeah. all these people and Pretty it funny. turns out that they were actually killing the resistance, not the, funny. the bad guys. See, this is all fun stuff. This is all fun stuff that you you seem to be like downplaying how fun it is to watch. It's not that fun. I mean, it's like fun. it was I fun. I, don't, I didn't I didn't dig it that much. I feel like the violence but the it the, the competition like, for for killing people is is was funny. It's, it's the the little uh, thing between Bloodsport and John Cena. Yeah, I mean, I guess I just don't really care. Like, I have no investment in it. It's so like, why oh, watch anything kill... if you don't care? I don't understand. <laughs> Some stuff I care about. I mean, oh. I can't. Oh, do you? Because you don't seem to care. <laughs> I so mean, why, I just don't just, care that just much. Just sit and like, stare at a wall if you don't care. Because like, it's you like, what are movies? the stakes? You know, like there's no stakes it's here. It's a comic book. It's a fucking comic book, right, and I appreciate that. Comic books always have stakes. They always yeah, have but, stakes. But, but You're like describing all a, a Looney Tune. Well, even a Looney Tunes cartoon has stakes. Wonder Woman like, had stakes, and it wasn't fun. So it didn't. It didn't really. 
<laughs> it didn't really. I mean, it's like, oh, oh, if I don't, if I don't turn into a cat soon, something, nothing's gonna happen. Like that movie's stupid. Like, but you know what I mean. Like, but I'm uh, saying Justice League has stakes, and that's four hours long. That's not fun. That's not a fun thing uh, to watch. But it was more visually interesting than anything in this movie. Alright, I, I don't know. I don't I don't want to watch something that's four hours long and takes itself fucking seriously. That's me. So I I don't care if it's funny or silly or not, but I should still care about what's going on. And at no point did I really care about anything that was happening. Like, I'll give you I'll give you an example. Like uh the Mitchells versus the Machines is a pretty silly, wacky, zany movie on Netflix right now. But I, I care. I mean, it's a, it's still a family con. I care about the stakes, even if they are sort of like uh, cribbed from a goofy movie a little bit. Like, I still yeah. care. And like Guardians of the Galaxy is silly too, but I still care. And, and I think but that's what did you that's care the difference. About? Like Slither, I care about those characters and their journeys. This movie is telling me don't get attached. We'll kill anyone at any minute. So I was like, yeah. fuck it. Okay, I guess I won't. But it's not so fun. Just enjoy the ride, man. Just get on the it's, ride and enjoy. <laughs> It's not, it's, not, it's not fun to watch a movie where you don't care for the entirety of it. I but mean, that's unless it's literally in how I feel for every comic book movie. I'm like, I don't care what's happening because so, these characters are stupid. And then they. So to I you, this care. is a better version of that, just because it's it's more subversive and at least going for bits. It's sure, just trying but, to be funny. It's trying to be funny, and maybe not every bit lands. But then again, also towards the end, I was like, "Okay, I'm this is two hours and thirty minutes long, and I'm bored now." But I don't, I don't know. It's it's it's. Fine. I don't and think it's this also, is a bad movie. I thought, I think it's a worse movie than his other movies, and that's why I'm disappointed. It's because I hold him in very high regard. It's sort. This is sort of how I felt about. Um, like Wes Anderson's the movies of Wes, Wes Anderson that I like less. It's not that this is a bad movie. It's just that they're just not uh, as good. They're not some of it, it's like some of his stuff is so good and hits my well, sweet he's spot. He's never gonna so make the perfect. Royal Tenenbaums again, Brian, because he's I, just I not. still I still like uh, Moonrise Kingdom and uh, the the hotel one. I really love. Like I love. I mean, it's fine. I'm just saying like. If if you were like, do you want to watch the train one or the Life Aquatic? I'd be like, eh. yeah. But like, if you want to watch Rushmore again, sure, I'll revisit that for the. Do you know what the problem time. is? You have an auteur boner. That's what it is. You- I do. Although I think it's a very very fucking generous to call James Gunn an auteur because well, I just feel the like- idea that the uh, you like his, you said you liked his movies. If this if you didn't know this was a James Gunn movie, would you have liked it more? There's no way. There's no version of me that doesn't know this is a James Gunn movie. It's 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 dripping with James Gunn. That's the thing is like okay. Let me let me I don't really like gore. You like gore more than I do or at least have a higher tolerance. I mean I didn't I mean I voted for him but I they did the recount and it <laughs> Okay. All right. Enough of you and your wise, wise cracks. Um, so, so no. I mean, like for example, like okay, Shaun of the Dead. Right. That's that's yeah. like one of my favorite movies. So that's like very silly, very funny, very violent. Yeah. I care about every one of those dumbass characters. Right. Um, 
uh, Hot Fuzz, similar. Uh, the World's End, eh, less so. It's and okay. this, this felt, I like this movie more than The World's End, but it felt like that kind of like, it's like, oh, okay. So like, yeah, to, I see me, what you're saying. to me, it's not like, when I'm picking at this stuff, it's because I like to compare these things. I like to say, okay, so what did I like about this that I didn't, you know, it's not that, and I, if you loved this movie and had like, if you're listening and you're like, I had a rip, roar, and ride. It was crazy. It was like a roller coaster. It was everything I wanted. It hit me in the sweet spot. I don't think you're wrong. I'm saying, for me, this didn't land quite as high on my, like, I, in, in good James Gunn movies, he surprises me. And uh-huh. I think a lot, in, in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, I'm like, I'm waiting to be surprised. And then the cancer thing, boom, that surprised me. So I was like, okay, a lot so of So you're this saying shit, nobody in this movie had cancer, is what you're saying? I would say, I'm sure they all did, but it would be like, oh. eh, I had cancer, and everyone's like, oh, geez, it's more like that kind of movie. It's like, hey, did you give me AIDS again? Jeez oh. Louise. That's like the tone of this movie. Nobody um, said that. They might as well have. Did you give me AIDS again? Hey, did you man? give me AIDS? Oh no! Like Jesus my my Christ. take on this is it's like I don't know. It just felt like like I I was expecting to be offended. I think at some oh, point geez. I was expecting something gross or deviant or weird or but just. He, he, I think, like, like you said, you just watched the boys in Invincible. And but that's like, what happens in a James Gunn movie to me. So, like, I'm trying to true. say James Gunn has, like, a habit of surprising me in some crazy yeah. way. Like, in Slither, there are two moments that I will live with forever, which is, like, they open the barn and the that, big, that big fat yeah. lady, and she explodes yeah. this grotesque body horror woman as big as a barn explodes and worms come out of her, and then they start attacking everyone. Horrifying horrifying Um, and there's this great moment in the basement where this same guy who's in all the movies the leader of the ravagers uh, and the the ass pretzels guy um, he's he's in the basement he's slowly turning into one of the cannibal monsters and he's like starving and slowly has to make the decision to eat a human body and it's the most fucked up and amazing scene I'd seen in a horror movie and I was just like this is great. I forgave that movie's incredibly stupid decision to have a zombie deer in it, which is the dumbest and like one of the worst parts of that movie. <laughs> Just so stupid and doesn't work. But it's like, okay, whatever. I forgive that because it's a corny movie. It's not a perfect movie. It was never setting yeah. out to be. But it's a horror movie that does shit I've never seen before. And it's funny, too. Like, that's great. Guardians of the Galaxy takes what I feel to be... take. Five characters no one's ever fucking heard of and yeah. introduce them all, make them all likable, and give us the full Marvel experience. Otherwise, boom, you nailed it. And I think Guardians of the Galaxy 2 doesn't quite do that. The only really surprising moment is that one, and I keep mentioning. And I like the, I, I, in general, I love Zoe Saldana. So anything that focuses on her and Karen Gillan, I like that stuff. But that's a personal sweet spot for me. So, this movie, I'm like, okay, and so then, like, shock me, baby. Yeah, Let's just see something one, shocking. just one thing, and like, I guess, I guess it felt like, it felt like, instead of 
uh, okay, Disney got James Gunnified, and now we've got James Gunn in the in the you know Marvel universe. But now he's mad at Disney, so he's gonna come out and he's gonna let loose, man. It's gonna be fucking crazy. It's gonna be a real suicide. Uh, but it didn't feel like that to pride. me. It felt like suicide pride. Suicide pride. <laughs> it felt like it felt like uh, it felt watered down to me, or at least it felt like. It felt like a movie circa Tropic Thunder, and um, but it was like less you offensive. Don't like Tropic Thunder? I don't no, understand. I love Tropic Thunder, but it's like it felt like dated in that way. Like it didn't That's feel fair. like okay, like yeah, like if this movie had come out like four years ago or something, you'd be like, wow. If it had come out, come out before Deadpool or something. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah. It felt That's less fair. subversive than Deadpool and Deadpool Two, which are both fairly formulaic for subversive, you know, meta movies or whatever. Yeah. Like, and I feel like it's like I saw Kill Bill in high school. Like, yeah, right, right. Extreme gore isn't gonna freak me out at this point if it's in the context of like body horror stuff. That freaks me out more. But like, there's not really that much of that in here. And like, even what could have been like a I, like okay, this is this is a, a shot that really I found confusing. So, King Shark, it's like hinted at in all the trailers. He's gonna rip people apart, and at one point he literally rips a guy. Yeah, he rips apart. a guy in half, and that's, that's a fun. cool shot and interesting, and felt like straight up comic book, right? Yeah. Um, but then later he like falls out of a building, and <clears throat> a bunch of guys are firing at him, and there's like the lead general guy. He like he grabs him, and then. You see him just grab him, and then people cut, like, he's sort of obscured for a second. I'm like, why are we cutting away from the gore? Like, it's R-rated. Like, this is what we're here for. Yeah, we're already, this has already been pretty gory so far. Right, exactly. Like, it felt like a weird time to pull the punch. But then we see him from the front, and he's got the guy's head in his mouth, and the heads, the eyeballs are still moving. Still moving. Oh, and, my God. And I was just sort of like, so Who is cares? this... Is this funny? Is it funny because, like, uh-oh, I recognize I'm in a shark's mouth. Like, I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, that's kind of funny, but at the same time, it's like, wait, why? If we're going to see this incredibly gory thing. Maybe he was realizing he had cancer in his brain, and that's what he was realizing. <laughs> I don't know. It just, it like, I'm like, I should find this funny or shocking. I, and I, just I, didn't, find... I didn't see. I didn't think that was supposed to be funny. I was just like, oh, he's still alive. Because that's what happens. You're alive for, like, eight, ten seconds. After you get your head chopped off, okay, it's just facts, Brian. Oh, so that was like an educational moment of the movie. Yeah, it's just like I should have just forget. been like grateful. Like if yeah. Elizabeth Warren can't get us free college, at least James Gunn is. And it's know, like, and it like was also wasn't. referencing the French Revolution because that guy was would have been beheaded by <laughs> and like. So it's stuff. It's stuff that you kind of have to be educated to get. I don't also. Know. Uh, this is actually the first good segue of the episode. Uh, a French word <laughs> that I'm very familiar with is Harlequin, which is oh, yeah. the namesake for Harley oh, Quinn. Here, I'll say this. This was like the first time I actually enjoyed watching Harley Quinn on, besides the show. Like, this is the first time I enjoyed uh, this version of Harley Quinn, I feel like. Well, see, you I, saw Suicide Squad, right? So Yeah, I guess that's all I have to compare that. it to. And I didn't see Birds of Prey. So I didn't maybe see Birds I've... of Prey either. So this is literally my first foray into Margot Robbie Harley Quinn. I thought she's good. I thought she's pretty good. Margot Robbie is always, always good. I think she's a good actress. She's beautiful, of course. But I think in general, she's a she's good and a much better right. actress than, say, Gal Gadot. 
<laughs> Whoa, you know? dude. Uh, you can't God. say that. I just did. So fuck. You it. can't say it. Uh, so. Uh, She's going to be so stoic at you. <laughs> I'm just remembering that moment where Gal Gadot cries in Wonder Woman 84. And, and I'm like, she can so... act? I was so angry. You, you saved it for now? God damn it. So um, something. So I, I, again, I think my problem might be that I was overhyped and that if I watched it again, I might like it more. Um, because I, I, again, I was <laughs> yeah. like, I was like, I love Harley Quinn. I've loved her on Batman the Animated Series. I love her in the Arkham games. I really, really love the Harley Quinn animated series. I think it's so funny. And I think it's a lot funnier and more subversive than this movie in general. And I think maybe I was like comparing it to that. Like I'm like, that King Shark is funnier. Yeah, but that- I mean all the Harley Quinn the Harley Quinn anime shows just ripped off Venture Brothers. I mean it's this this same I, thing. I think I like it better than Venture Brothers. I mean, well, I there's, think there's I mean, a million less pedophile jokes, which is nice. Right, right. <laughs> uh, I mean, Venture Brothers is amazing, but I, I, I like what it does. I love those characters. I love Poison Ivy. To me, the Harley Quinn animated yeah. show, even with its flaws, is is sort of a sweet spot for me. I would be happier if that Harley Quinn show went even farther. But yeah. like the fact that this movie felt like less crazy than that. I, I think that's that was a little startling to me, and also that this Harley Quinn uh, feels a little bit less. She, I couldn't get a read on her the whole time. Yeah, she's just I, a crazy person. What's the problem? I guess. I mean, it's just like every incarnation. I've never been like, who is this Harley Quinn character? Like, and maybe it's because she's detached from Joker. Oh, uh, you know what it is? It's probably you don't like a strong female character. That's what well, you don't I like. I don't probably. like that, and I do appreciate that this movie <laughs> has so few of them. <laughs> It's like, oh, oh, can, can, can please, can this movie have a fight between the big, thick white guy and the big, thick white guy? So I'm like, at this scene later in the movie when Flag and Peacemaker are fighting, I'm like, just like have them leave the movie at this point together. I don't care. Like, yeah, you're the that, same, that you're ostensibly the same character to me. Like, what you're yeah. fighting about doesn't matter to me either. Um, there's a whole thing in the movie that I'll just has, have it as just an aside now so we don't have to dwell on it. But, like, the the movie takes place in this, like, Latin American country, sort of. And so you you're, they're killing a lot of Hispanic people throughout the movie. Just nonstop killing of Hispanic people. And I'm like, this isn't the best look. It's not the most, like, it's not necessarily completely inaccurate that it's like, oh, it's a South American country with a lot South of American people. South American country. But, like, it seemed like a pretty broad stereotype brush that felt like America's perception of Cuba before it opened up, kind of. Like, I'm not saying that there isn't any truth to it, but it felt like a pretty easy excuse to be like, oh, we need a lot of people to kill. Let's kill Hispanic people. And so I felt like, eh, I'm not, like, it's, it's again... I know it might seem like crazy. It's like, well, do you want it to be offensive or not? And it's like, that's not the kind think of that offensive. Was offensive. I think, I think, I think you, you, you had a group hired by the government to go kill Hispanic people. That's the point. Like, they're right. once again getting involved in something they shouldn't be involved in to cover their own asses. Right, right. I think, and I think that's sort of the... Uh, that's the excuse to kill a bunch of Hispanic people. Right, exactly. <laughs> and that's sort of how it felt to me. It felt like... Because they don't learn, we don't learn that really. I mean, you sort of get the sense that Amanda Waller, who is the uh, 
the lady who's in charge of the Suicide Squad, Viola Davis. She will do anything to protect Liberty. Oh, wait, that's Peacemaker? Yeah. But that's her, too, I guess. every character in this movie. Yeah. Uh, but the... Uh, the I thought I was annoyed that she just was literally the angry black woman in this movie and had like nothing else to do. And then later in the movie, she gets knocked on the head, and it's like, but she was knocked on the head by another black woman, so it's not it's nothing racial here. It's not our, you know, it, it, I don't know. It felt like the racial politics of this movie were never like super great for me, and it, it sort of reminded me of like, uh, I don't know, it felt like old school in an unhelpful way um but anyway i i felt like like the whole thing turns out to be sort of like oh it was american astronauts that let starro this the alien scorpion. starfish i mean starro scorpion <laughs> Star- scorpion king and scorpion. uh they find the starfish they bring it to earth and so it's their fuck up and so you know it's a uh they're the ones who started the experiments on it right because they didn't want to experiment know, with it on the thinker US was from. Soil. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, the thinker is a character played by former Doctor Who guy from In the Loop. And I love that actor. And I feel like this is another just like thankless use of it. That, it felt like uh, a waste. Yeah, that character could have been a million times more fun. I will say that. Because he's it's such like he's a, all this crazy shit in his yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. Like, where's Rocket Raccoon to be like, hey, what's with all the light bulbs? Eh? Yeah. yeah, that's the kind of that's the kind what's of good fun. What's with all fun. the light bulbs? I'm a fucking raccoon over here. That's the kind of good fun that this movie was missing. That's uh, fair. But actually, that's that's silly because like, you know, who's that character is Harley Quinn. Oh. She should have said something. Hey, Uncle She's... Festa. You know, like, there's got to be something in there. Yeah, like, I don't something. know. So, uh, but there really wasn't. And, like, just besides the implication that he may have fucked the starfish or raped it, he's like, it had its way with me. And he, like, shrugs. And there's, like, a joke about <laughs> maybe him maybe wanting I rats up his butt. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like, okay. But, like, I in this is an R-rated, you know, movie. Yeah, let me see him fuck the starfish. Let me see him That's fuck the starfish. Like, Come on. I in this is the end. I saw a demon fuck uh, Jonah Hill. Like it's yeah. an R-rated movie. Like let's Let see, see some it. crazy shit. I um, want to see the starfish get fucked. I want to see this movie should be like. <laughs> uh, there should be one scene where I'm like, I think they went too far. The the version of this movie that I want is me complaining that like I laughed really hard, but oh, I don't know about that one part. But in this version, just, I'm it like, sounds like you're impossible to please, Brian. It That's is. What it I really am. Like. But like, <laughs> but like. But I guess I guess if you're not going to go for pure outrageous, then I'd like my I, my. This is a complaint I had. Okay, so there's a character Ratcatcher two, who's who's done by I'm not sure the actress's name, but she's really talented in this and really good. Uh, but she the script sort of like makes her be the entire heart and soul of the movie to a lot of it and like yeah. to a and very note. You're like, surrounded by rats all the time, like us. You don't care about rats. <laughs> No, I mean I I love the rat. I love he's I love, cute, you know. but it's also like we have a rat, Brian, and he's not <laughs> as cute. You know what I mean? Like he's not he's not a friendly little Sebastian. He's no, uh, he's not. He's, a, he's not. clearly he's a rabid. I wish yeah. I had that fucking device to control him and make him like bring me Cheetos and shit. Uh, but <laughs> he would not. Yeah, he would I mean, just so, he would just bite you. I guess I guess my like they'll like basically stop the movie so she can have a heartfelt moment kind of thing it's like because yeah, king shark is like gonna eat her while she's sleeping and they're Pretty like funny. hey don't do that and she's like well he won't do it if we're friends and yeah. it's like i don't know what you're basing this on 
And it's Sharks. just like maybe if you that's just a the shark. They she's... won't eat you. It's science. Did you ever? Did you even go to school? I only know whales, dude. No whale. Oh, okay. There wasn't a whale. That didn't happen. The oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing, the thing uh, is, they won't be your friend. Uh, I'm thinking about the whale. Oh, I'm thinking about Lena. <laughs> Whales oh, are not friendly, but sharks can be friendly. Uh, fish are friends, not food. There's a sequence fish, later in the movie food. where King Shark makes friends with jellyfish, and then the jellyfish attack him. Ah, Classic jellyfish. Funny. So funny. I was laughing. I was like, either he's going to eat them or they're going to eat him. Ha, ha, ha. Honestly, I was sad that they became evil. I, th- I thought it would have been funny if they were just pals. I thought it was fun. Yeah, I thought it would be much funnier if um, he did love them and then just immediately ate them because he's a fucking shark. Like, that would have made more sense, like, yeah. I saved one of them, like a porg. Like, I mean, Chewbacca can... Like, it didn't make sense that they became... Like, that felt like, I don't know, Galaxy Quest or something. It felt like... Uh, a different move. I mean, they they fought um, a giant space starfish, Brian. I don't know what you're. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. Whatever. <laughs> but it also felt random. It's like, where are those from? Also, space. I don't know. I, don't I think it was probably anymore. they were probably doing. It was probably one of the thinkers' experiments. Okay. That, okay. Well, all right. I think we're done. Um, I accept that. Um, my 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 big thing I want to say is that. Um, the Harley, I, I was very hyped for Harley Quinn as written by James Gunn, and I uh, felt like she wasn't funny at all. And really? like, I saw some article about like James Gunn being like, I really had to get in her head. I'm like, did you? Because she sounded not like any version of Harley on any other form of media. And n- never had like a line that like made me laugh, except maybe late in the movie where she's like, like, uh, there's that guy with the weird name who's always with them, and she's like, I forget I his name, it's him. like Wilbur yeah. or something like that. Milton. Yeah, and she Milton. doesn't remember. Milton, Milton. She's like, who's Milton? After Polka Dot Man just said, like, I thought that was funny, because it sort of, it, it like called out the fact that she wasn't there the whole time, and so yeah. it's like, yeah, of course, and people are dropping left and right. Um, I do think basically everything Polka Dot Man did was great. Like, his performance yeah. is great. The way he played it uh, in these I'm weird sad, things. Uh, his power got, was really uh, cool. He got yeah. uh, starfished. Yeah, it seemed totally pointless. I'm like, okay, great. I, the I knew it was going to happen, but I was like, why? Why, though? There's no reason to. He's killed his mom. He hates his mom. Like, that, the mom thing was, like, funny in theory, and I feel it like the first... was funny the first time when he saw them all as his mom. It wasn't as funny the second I think I think I just picture... The, the line that really made me laugh, and I did laugh a lot more in the beginning of the movie, was when they break into the, the, uh, the camp of rebels. They accidentally uh-huh. kill the wrong people, and then the other guys are making excuses for why they did it, and he's like... Well, he just talks over them, and they're like, "We didn't do it. No, we didn't do it." And he's like, "I turned them all into my mom in my mind, and <laughs> like, then I killed murdered them. Killed them. <laughs> like, killed them. Yeah, he immediately fesses up in the most <laughs> damning way possible. That made me really laugh. I didn't like. I didn't like that they made his mom a, an unattractive, like character actress because it felt like the part of the joke was like oh she's ugly and it just felt like okay like when she's fighting later he pictures the giant starfish as her and then her like you can see her like arm fat swaying and it just felt like I mean it like could have just been how un- he saw how he pictured her in his mind that's true that's true too but it also didn't gel with like the read of her as this scientist who scientists like, can't be unattractive 
I mean, and they all are, but the... Uh, <laughs> So it gelled perfectly? I don't understand what you're saying. Yeah, it's like, no, he just didn't, like, I'm like, he, he describes this woman who sounds like an evil scientist, and then we see her, and she looks like a Midwestern grandma. So it so didn't, only it didn't, evil, so it the evil scientists have sense. to be the most attractive people in the world? I don't understand what you're saying. No, I just feel like, give her, like, a stripe through her hair or something. Like, make me, like, make her arch. And some, make her look, everyone evil. else... Like, everyone else in this movie is wearing polka dots or is a giant shark, but they're like, no, she's just a lady. He's just, he says his mom. I don't know. You're you're saying, you're saying unattractive Midwestern women cannot be scientists. I just didn't like that they, it seemed to be, it seemed to be like played for laughs that she, the way she looked. And I didn't think, I I think, I just think you want to see a hot scientist lady with a stripe in her. Look, I, you know, you know, Batman Forever is in the DC verse, and if Doctor Chase Madison, portrayed by Nicole Kidman, CGI uh, to look I like she did what, in the I 90s, see what the, I see the issue. Came I see in the here okay. and sat on my lap and said, <laughs> "I've got, I've got a very special ink blot chart." Oops, I bent over and, and had to pick one up. <laughs> All right, well, I and don't then, like where this. You're a little too my, excited. And my that. penis. Here's what it did. Uh, now oh, it's starting to get confused because it's like. Oh, should I kill this woman because she's an intruder? She's, so yeah, that's she's a tru- an intruder, that's, that's but a also, you know. And that's, that's Suicide Squad. That's, that's the essence of chaos. Uh, you know, I disagree completely with up. everything you've said I in this whole time. I'm being too hard. So you found Harley to be funny. This, this. Is, yeah, this is like the first time I enjoyed her. But again, like I said, I've only seen the first Suicide Squad. So it's like when you have that to so compare it to, of course it's better. <laughs> but yeah. you like her on the show. I like, I like the, the show. Cooper I like that character, and I like what's her face. He does a voice for her too. But I feel yeah, like I like Karen. Margot Robbie's voice a little more. But I think it's also because I sort of don't like the Big Bang Theory, and she, that she sort of annoys me <laughs> as an actress. I like. I will with well, a couple things. I like the stereotypical like Brooklyn classic. Uh, yeah, whatever I like you call that it. Accent. What's that actress's name? Tara something. Uh, who, Tara Terry, Strong. Terry Gilliam. Terry Gillum, who plays Harley <laughs> Quinn. Now that's a movie. Uh, I don't watch that. Big stop motion or cut out things. Uh, giant feet <laughs> yeah, squishing people. Bit my big for no feet. reason. <laughs> uh, Don Quixote movies that never get made. Uh, uh, never see the Brothers Grimm. That's one bad enough for us to watch that I will never watch again. Terrible. Too bad. Too bad. It's it's confusingly. It's like it's like uh, it's hard to watch. It's hard to watch. Uh, like it's let's so not watch it. It's so weirdly edited. There's like a 20 minute chunk without dialogue. It's oh like, god. It's it's weird. It's weird. Um, but I didn't. I think my problem with Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn is not anything about her performance. The voice I feel like is like halfway to the traditional accent and then halfway not. And then like, I guess. I, I guess I guess I should have taken the tagline literally. Don't get attached. It's like, okay, they're setting up this villain to be they, a big they bad guy. They told you not to get attached. Oh, I know. They told me. Um, and she kills him. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting, kind of. But I, I'm, like, I'm like waiting for her to say something funny, I guess, the entire time. And I, 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 I feel like she didn't make me laugh until that Milton moment. And I'm like, great. Yeah. But then when she calls Idris Elba Milton later, I'm like, but you, you know that's not. She's <laughs> just joking around. Right, right? She's just a little You're a crazy. psychiatrist. <laughs> Like, yeah, but she's crazy she, like, now. I can't. 
<laughs> oh, I get it. So just because a woman is strong, she must be crazy. <laughs> no, she's crazy because the Joker sick. tortured her psychologically for years. That's the thing, and it's like I'm like not familiar with that movie, or and I ha- I hate the the no, letter. Isn't that just her backstory? Just based on appearance. <laughs> Is that like, just the general backstory of Harley Quinn? Right, but I mean, like, I guess, but like, it, it's like the the cartoon made it really clear who she was in relationship to the Joker, and in this oh, coming fair. in, yeah, I yeah, guess yeah. two two movies late, I guess I should know based on watching those. But movies. I don't even know if they cover oh, that like, in the Suicide Squad. I'm sure they fucking did her own Jared movie, Leto's right? Joker, that was all girl powery, the Birds of Prey, right? I'm sure they covered yeah. it there. I'm Maybe. sure. And so, I don't know. It, maybe it's it's like maybe it's better if I watch Birds of Prey and then I'm like okay that's who this version of Harley is so that could be on me, but um, that doesn't mean I don't think I will find her funnier or uh, because of that I, I didn't dislike her but again I felt she was kind of vanilla like yeah. in my mind Harley Quinn is gonna like like <laughs> I feel like in the animated show like she murders the penguin <laughs> like, yeah. she yeah, fucking. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, she kills a guy in this too, so that's fine. But it's like, I mean, functionally, I feel like that guy was an interesting villain. And it's like, now he's just not in the movie anymore. Right, right, right. Yeah, he was a fun villain. And then they just kill, yeah. Yeah. We spent this entire time setting it up. It felt like there was a a lot of. It was a little Jupiter (laughs) Ascendee. The movie. Okay, so I'm asking this movie to surprise me. And. It's a movie it that's does, full of misdirects, but but almost, but it didn't. I well, I guess yeah. I guess I was kind of surprised that she killed him, but I also didn't care. Right, and I want to care another about the misdirect. Surprise. And it's also another misdirect of someone dying when you don't think. And also, you were very right. close to caring about that character, and then they kill him. I liked like, him. Uh, he was one of the few characters. Yeah. he was so charismatic and handsome that I was just like, at some point, I'm like, maybe he's right. Fuck the women. Like, I don't know who's the right government. Like, I, I'm yeah. supposed to care about the rebels just because they're rebels. I don't know what they want. Like, Have you everyone's not seen Star a murderer Wars? in this Have universe. You not seen Star Wars? You're supposed to care I about guess. the rebels. Okay. Um, it's just, I mean, yeah, I, I'm supposed to care about insurgents because they're insurgents and. Uh, and because you tell me that the, the former ruling family was a family, so it's like, oh, they well, no, because they were they were setting up to be like the big bad besides the big bad starfish, and then they kill him immediately, and then the next general is like, I don't care about this general, he's the second yeah, exactly. in command. Who cares? And he does that thing where he sets the birds on fire, and yeah, I'm it's like, like, okay, just being a jerk. Yeah, you're just a jerk. You're just another guy who's gonna get chomped at some point. And I feel like that's the, that's like the kind of. The, the, it's like there's a lot of bait and switches in this movie. Was that and uh, was that James Gunn setting the setting the birds of prey on fire? Oh yeah, these are the old Jedi text birds that we have yeah. to burn. This is a Ryan Johnson moment. Uh, and, and just in case in case people aren't mad at me enough, if you're listening to this and you're like, I fucking hate Brian. No longer do I care about Brian. I I just want I just want you to know I love the Last Jedi I love okay. it it's my well, like my favorite should, maybe it's, we should, maybe it's we're probably done my here. favorite after Empire and the prequels were garbage <laughs> the <laughs> only good part of the prequels are General Grievous Boss Nass and Obi Wan that's okay, it. Well, everything the, else the thing is like what garbage. about Darth Maul and also you're half right oh, because oh Darth are, Maul yeah he's great Darth he's Maul, great cool. actually Darth Maul sucks but Duel of the Fates is great. Duel of the Fates is cool, and also uh, The Last Jedi is uh, terrible, so please don't the believe. The Last Jedi Brian does is not great. like The Last Jedi. He's just what's trying to, the, he's just trying to just going for sh- 
He's going for shock value. He's going for shock value. And that's. <laughs> I just want something to surprise me if Mr. Gunn's not going to. <laughs> um, so Harley Quinn survives the initial attack. She gets captured by the other guy. He kills her. Uh, no, she kills him. Excuse me. That would be a much different yeah. movie. Although yeah. pretty much the same movie. Because same she movie. doesn't do anything in this movie. She does something. All. She has a javelin and she uses it. Oh, oh, right, right, right. She she uses the javelin at the end. And Pretty it was, cool. again, it's like, I guess. <laughs> it's just like she found I just wanted her to throw it. it. I didn't want her to jump in, but it was fun. Yeah, it's a javelin. You don't use it like, okay, never mind. Um, so... They, uh, she escapes. She does like a, you know, when she does that 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 stunt thing where she like unlocks the cell with her feet. She actually yeah. did that. That was her. What? No, she uh, did. And I like the part where I think this was Birds of Prey inspired, where she's like killing the guys in the flowers shoot out. I was like, yeah, oh, that that's cool. visually interesting. That's fun. Yeah. Um, I felt like there could have been more of that. I feel like for a James Gunn movie, I wasn't like laughing or shocked by the kills at all. Yep. It was just like, yep. yeah, yeah, a lot of people getting killed. Not, um, uh, not gross enough. No cancer brains. Not enough. No cancer brains. Enough for, uh, uh, if if at one point pace or I almost called him pacemaker. Pace. If one point pacemaker's <laughs> like, oh my prostate, you know, because of my prostate cancer, I would have been like, great. Okay, now this is starting to now this oh, hits he's all got levels. cancer. Good, 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 good. That's what he's you would got say. the cancer. I don't know. So I don't like, understand what show they're making about him. I don't understand what it is. Is it for real? It, I thought I heard it was just what I thought it was just like what James Gunn wanted to do. But I mean, oh, I thought like, it was for it real. Doesn't matter. I'll watch it. I'll watch all this shit. It's possible. Oh. I mean, I, I heard DC is like, we want James Gunn back. I mean, of course they do. Um, but I, in general, I don't know. I would give I would give this movie like a seven out of ten for me, or seven point five. That's pretty good. Seven out of ten is pretty, pretty good. good. It's pretty, pretty good. good. It's enjoyable. It's just and it's engaging. I wasn't bored really until like like you said at the end it sort of becomes formulaic. They eventually yeah. they, they go to the bar and they become friends. They they kidnap uh, the thinker and get into Jotunheim where they find out that Starro the starfish can excrete baby starfish that. Uh, latch onto people's faces, alien style, and can control yeah. them into a hive mind, making them into zombies. Um, and every time it does this, it grows a little bit bigger. So now Starro is this huge, huge uh, beast, and he busts out, and they're like, our mission is over. We were just here to retrieve this data disk. America, um, classic. But America, yeah, America just wanted to cover its dirt. See, the real bad guy is America, so I know. kill as many Hispanics as you can. That's, I, like, that's what I'm saying. I know. That's really what they did. You're, you hit it on the head. And um, so then they're like, oh, I just decided we're actually heroes. So yep. Amanda Waller is screaming at them. She's going to detonate them, but the people in her office hit her in the back of the head and knock her out. So the the Suicide Squad becomes heroes at the end, and they all fight the Starfish, except for Polka Dot Man, who, like, helps, but then gets killed by the Starfish. Does King Shark survive? Yeah, King Shark's alive. Okay. He gets knocked so into a building, and then he's alive. He's, like, indestructible. Um, yeah. And uh, Harley Quinn uses the javelin to bust into the Starfish's giant eye, and yeah. Ratcatcher 2 sends all of her rats inside the cut in the eye, and they Pretty all cool. eat it from the inside, which is actually kind of disgusting and felt very James Gunny, and yeah. I was like, okay, that's 
that this grosses me out. Maybe this went too far. So that was like that a little taste of that moment, a little yeah, taste yeah. of uh, starfish blood in my rat mouth. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> is my writing Billy Corgan lyrics? Uh, <laughs> Fred Durst and Billy by. Corgan, <laughs> starfish and the rat in the cage. And a rat um, in that. So they, uh, so then, then uh, <laughs> his daughter is, uh, Idris Elba's daughter is watching this happen on TV. And they're, yeah. she's like, she's, that's, my dad. that's my dad. He's a hero. That's I love my, my dad now. Um, so so everything so wrapped so up pointless. in a nice little package. Uh, and that's it. That's like the movie. That's the movie. Right? Then the weasel and, lives. Yeah, weasel lives. Pacemaker lives pacemaker. after the credits. Yeah. He does? Yeah. After the credits. Spoiler. Sorry. Wait, what? Yeah, he's alive after the credits. Oh, that's the guy who's in the hospital bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they can make a TV show that's 10 episodes long about, uh, about Worst Homelander. Uh, Whatever, Maybe. it's fine. It just, yeah. I was getting all hyped up to see a new big James Gunn movie, and since it wasn't exactly what I wanted, I was a little bit see, harsh. That's on it. what but it is. There was you had hype, and I didn't even know what the I didn't realize there was another Suicide Squad till yesterday, so that's what it was. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. Um, so I mean, yeah, I think in general, of the DC movies, like it's 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 uh, it's more consistent than Shazam is. But I yeah. feel like I might have laughed more in Shazam. Shazam was, I feel like, funnier. I don't know. Just in general. There's something about the kids aspect of Shazam that makes it funnier. And it's, I think yeah. it's because it's heart and you actually care about it. The part of Shazam I don't like is the ending when they all get powers and it feels real corny. I'm like, uh, I like all I the demons I don't know if I remember that, but yeah. yeah. Uh, but I liked Wonder Woman and I liked, uh, not what? 84, but the original oh, okay. one. I liked, yeah, yeah. I liked that okay. I like Shazam okay, and I liked this. Uh, this one is, is is a better movie overall, but you know, uh, yeah. But I mean, it's, it's the fun, best movie but we've a watched. Lot of Probably besides Jupiter Ascending, besides In Dreams, which I besides I In Dreams think, and Jupiter Ascending, In Warriors uh, of Virtue, <laughs> it's better than Warriors of Virtue. Um, <laughs> now that I, is a tag think, for a movie. I think this movie could I would watch another movie in this if you told me the Suicide Squad part 2 comes out tomorrow am uh, I watching it probably. immediately yeah. if go. this was if this was the pilot of a TV sh- series it would probably be my favorite TV series Jeez. but the fact that this is the only James Gunn experience I'm going to get it sort of mitigates like like I'm I'm really hoping now basically what this is doing is making me kick the can down the road and be like Guardians of the Galaxy three better be perfect or I'm gonna set myself on fire. That's basically <laughs> what's gonna happen. It's Oof. gonna be some real suicide pride in here. And uh, that's I don't know. Your moment of zen. I don't know if <laughs> Yeah, the third movie is always the best one usually, so I'm sure it'll be good. Yeah, exactly. Spider Man yep. Uh, um, star, all the Star Wars, every single one of the Star Wars. <laughs> oh, oh boy! Wait, what's the uh, boy. Rise of Skywalker? I always forget the name because uh, your what, clock because what is it, what it forces me to do. What it forces me to do is remember what Ray's parentage is, and my mind has a fucking conniption. 
Uh, let's do that one. I'd watch that one just so I can tear no, it apart again. No, we don't need to do that. We don't need to do that. All right. Well, that's all for this week in this special supersized mini-sode. Uh, Mega-sode. Big as a starfish. It's big as Star of the Conqueror and twice as full of rats. That's the bumper yep. for you. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, that's all. So, bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Bunker Brothers. I'm Mike Kohler, also known as Jack Gobbins. With me, as always, was my brother, Matt Shore, also known as Brian Gobbins. Uh, if you like what you heard, donate to our Patreon, patreon.com backslash Bunker Brothers. And follow us on Twitter at brothers underscore bunker. Uh, we got a lot of fun stuff coming for you for the rest of this season. Maybe we'll even fight a giant starfish. Who knows? Uh, but until then, stay safe, happy, and healthy out there. Bye bye down in the bunker